Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Raylan Logan, who is the founder of Gray Digital Marketing. Raylan, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Timothy? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And we'd like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Oh, my goodness. I got to do a lot of things for fun. But um, like you said, I'm Ray Lind. I am the founder of Great Digital Marketing, and I focus primarily on taking any organization and making their marketing diverse and inclusive, primarily through the lens of social media, but consulting in all those spaces. And so that generally means I need some time to recuperate. And in that space, I coach cheer for fun. I do a lot of crafting. I make their bows. I, I make literally anything you can think of. And I hang out with my five-year-old son. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So a lot of crafting. What is the hardest thing you've ever crafted? Ooh, the hardest thing I've ever crafted. Gosh, probably some cheer bows. So the girls competition bows right now are black glitter with over a hundred red rhinestones on top of that black glitter. And then there's like a centerpiece that is their logo. So it's like different layers of glitter vinyl all on one giant sparkly bow. Oh, wow. That does sound complex. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it's it's a lot. It's I, extra to say the very least. I honestly can't even visualize it, but I'm sure my girlfriend will be able to. So I'll <laughs> let her tell me how difficult that would be because she loves to craft too. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's great to hear. So you coached here. You also have a digital marketing kind of agency where you really focus on helping businesses make their marketing diverse and inclusive. So tell us a little bit more about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? So um, for those who cannot see me, I am a very, very multiracial woman. So I am Black, White, Native American. My son is all of me um, and half Asian. My step family is Hawaiian. I have aunties who are Latina, like I'm surrounded by mixed children, mixed family members day in and day out. And one of the biggest frustrations for me growing up as a kid in just the 90s, I'm not that old, is it was always I had to check one box and there were very rarely do people look like I do. And those were never represented. Or if we weren't represented, it was never in the most positive light. It was always very tropey to say the least. And so what motivates me is changing the world and changing it for the better. And the fact that every single one of us gets the opportunity to see themselves 
and not have a glass ceiling, but to see ourselves and know that we can go all the way. And it's not just going to be one or two of us. It could be all of us. And that my son has those opportunities and any little girl that looks like me has those opportunities. I love that. I love that. I know growing up, um, it was a very, very similar thing that I like didn't even really process until I got to college. And I really started talking about like, obviously I had experienced some discrimination and I felt the bad vibes that would come from situations like that, but I didn't give it any mind one, because I was a very angry child and I never gave myself permission to be angry. So if I thought about those things, I would become more angry. Um, but anyway, I got to college, started processing some of that anger, started being in classrooms where people were actually talking about this stuff. And I was like, one, it affects a lot more people than just me. And two, it affects a lot more ethnicities and cultures than just being black. So um, I applaud what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. It's not, it's not the easy road. I can honestly say that. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's not the easy road, not the way to make the most money, but it's one of the most more meaningful things you can do for sure. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, let's jump into your dreams and goals. What's your vision for A, your life and B, your digital marketing agency? Um, the dreams for my life. Ooh, freedom. I think freedom sounds so attractive and that comes in many, many shapes or forms. Um, but for me personally, that is in the space of, I own my own plane. I take my son to a different country every single year so he can learn how different cultures grow, live, build community. And America is amazing. I love it. Not to say it's the right way all the time. And so being able to be accepting of those different cultures is really important to me as a parent who's raising my son to be an adult. It's also just important for me to put life into perspective frequently. So that's what I want from my life and Grayson's is to just travel. Gosh, I want to go everywhere, just maybe not Mars or the moon. I have no desire to like actually leave this planet. So I'll take just seeing the rest of our planet for right now. And then as far as my business goes, I just want to be that go-to authority and have employees who feel safe and valued and can change the game to make this world more diverse and inclusive in the places where we tell the most stories, where we are the most passive um, force to be reckoned with, because you can't walk into your bathroom without being marketed to, because you have a brand of toothpaste, you have a brand of toothbrush, you have a brand of toilet paper. You have a brand of what kind of toilet you have or sink, and it is written right there. So there's no getting away from branding and marketing. And if something that is a very constant in your life is more diverse and inclusive, some of those like silent vibes that you were just talking about, you won't feel them in a negative way anymore because you could look at your sink, have no control over it, and then see it in the news tomorrow because they're being canceled. And what are you going to do? Replace your sink? Not everybody has that kind of money. Mm -hmm. So, or power for that matter. And that is, it's a big dream. It's a lofty dream. It means I'm going to be a billion plus dollar company because that much impact 
means more money, but it's not about the money. It's about, again, changing the world for the better. So every little kid who's being born right now that isn't just white feels valued and seen. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you mentioned the silent vibes. I mentioned the silent vibes and you mentioned um, being marketed to everywhere. And you also said something very briefly about the stories that we can tell. And I think um, one, being able to own our story, tell our story and like live authentically is so key to success in life. Like, I think you could have all the money in the world. You can have kind of like people around you, but if you can't be your authentic self, it's kind of tied to one of your goals, right? Freedom. Like if you can't be free to be who you actually are, like what's the point, which is why this is so powerful because if we create space for everybody to be able to tell their story without judging them or changing them or doing all the terrible things we do to one another, um, I think it leads to authenticity, which leads to um, just success for everybody. So I love that. I just wanted to point that out because I think I was on a podcast yesterday, actually, and we were talking about how authenticity is like key to being able to manifest the things that you actually want in your life. Like the reason that some of the things that you like yearn for, like deep inside you are not coming in is because like you're meant to receive them and you're not being you, if that makes sense. So that makes total sense. I think speaking things into reality and understanding that a lot of times you are what hold you back. Yeah. All the time because of your beliefs, because of like your, your thoughts turning, like shape your beliefs, but shape your actions. And if subconsciously you believe one thing, the outcome is always going to be not what you want it to be because you haven't changed your thoughts around it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those are some of the stories we not only tell others, but we tell ourselves, which reinforced by marketing that we always see. So, um, yep. Again, thanks for being you and doing what you do. (laughs) Anytime. I actually, I went to school for both marketing and psychology. And so using both, I wanted to be a child psychiatrist really badly. I had no reason as to why I wanted to do that. And then my idea of teenage rebellion was to go to art school. And Mm -hmm. so I got a degree in fashion marketing. And then I went back to school for psychology because I still wanted it. But here I am as a marketer. Only time will tell where those all merge. But a lot of it comes into that. Like you show up as your authentic self. Like this is how those stories are harmful. Like this is how we do this from a brain science way. And so maybe it is showing up. Apparently, I just discovered that in that sentence. (laughs) Awesome. We love when that happens. We love when that happens. Well, cool. Are there any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about before we move on? We got freedom. I want to be as famous as Beyonce. Be as famous as Beyonce? Yeah. She gets called Beyonce. I get called Rayland because that's what our parents named us. We both have accents in our name and I just want to be the shorter version of Beyonce and marketing. It's fine. <laughs> there we go. Taller than me. Same <laughs> yeah. color hair though, but a lot taller than me. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> hey, I think you'll get there. I think you'll get there. As long as you stay true to you and you keep plunging forward, 
I think you got it. We'll be best friends one day. Oh, that's <laughs> the other caveat is I will also be best friends with Beyonce. Somebody's uh, gotcha. reporting to her. Cool. There we go. There we go. Well, cool. If there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take the next step towards your dreams and goals, whether that be freedom, having traveling with your son every year or being the go-to authority, who would that be and how would they help you? Oh, I don't want to answer this. Oh, why not? Because someone is going to be like, I can't believe she's just said that. I'm going to say it. First name to pop in my head. I would like to interview and chat with Donald Trump. Oh, well, that's the show. Uh, <laughs> <Raylan>. <laughs> uh, and here's why. I would like to use his own tactics of being so divisive that everybody hears about it. And I'm going to use his methods against him by using him to be able to get more business, show why his thought process is maybe not the best course of action. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to be so PC here. And um, just share that there's another way in sharing stories, inclusive stories, that do not make everybody in this world out to be the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Interview and chat with Donald Trump to expose him. There we go. I mean, weren't expecting it. <laughs> to the unexpected. Yeah. You know, usually that the answer to that question is either Oprah or Joe Rogan. I really thought you were going to say Beyonce. So oh, this was a nice, nice. We're going to be best friends. And I don't think Beyonce could get me to my end goal. So I was actually, my second person was Michelle Obama. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. So, but if I want it quickly and like, boom, make it happen, interview Donald Trump, follow up with Oprah and be friends with Michelle Obama. Yeah. There you go. I've got my villain. I've got my person who listens to me thoroughly and continues to share my message. And I got my person who supports me and what my goals are for the kids. All right. There you go, everyone. (laughs) My work here is done. Please introduce me and get me an interview with Donald Trump. Get me my next follow-up interview with Oprah and make sure I'm really good friends with Michelle and Beyonce. Dreams will come true. Yeah. Hey, I believe it. I know there's somebody. It's um, it's funny. We like, I think sometimes people come on the podcast and they'll say stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. That's not going to happen. But it's like, I literally, literally had somebody on the podcast who, you know, they said their person was Oprah. And then I asked them, what's your like action step for meeting Oprah? Which is a question I'm going to ask you later. Hint, hint. But then they were like, you know, actually, my aunt and Oprah talk every week. Oprah calls my aunt every week. <laughs> Just they've been friends. Her aunt, Oprah, and Maya Angela, best friends since they were like 20. That's so wild. So wild. I'm like, we think we're like so far from these people, but it's like, no, it's like a couple degrees of separation. 
So we're, we're definitely not that far from them. I'm definitely not saying that it's not impossible because I firmly believe if I said it out loud, it could happen. Oh yeah. Um, but never say never. I was actually just talking about going, I'm going to Chicago in April and was saying how I just want to go eat dinner over at the Obama's and like play basketball with Barack right after we eat dinner. And everyone's like, I'd be so scared. I'm like, why? It just seems like you're going over to auntie and uncles. Like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. There we go. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. Oh, I guess you kind of listed out what people could do to help you. But is there something else that everyday people can really do to help you get to your dreams and goals? Um, yes, of course. I, things that can help me get to my everyday dreams and goals, following gray at gray digital MKTG on Instagram, um, getting that word out. If you enjoy listening to me speak on this podcast or other podcasts, making those connections. If you have those connections, um, to the media to get that story heard, I think that we don't hear marketing for good stories very often because we are the world's silent heroes or silent villains, depending on what's being marketed. And I would say the next thing is just share anything you learn from me, whether it's this podcast to help both me and Timothy out or um, anything that you see that I provided that gave value, just share it with the world. I think that that's, that's all it, the everyday person can take one of those three actions and Little actions go a long, long way if they're done over and over and over again. So. Yeah, absolutely. Simple. Most things are. Most things are. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Bring it on. Bring it on? The movie? The movie. There we go. Why? Why? I think that it is one of the most entertaining things to watch when the world is too heavy. Because I coach cheer, it's very fun for me to like just analyze the fact that most of the stunts you watch are college level cheerleaders throwing illegal high school stunts, but it's about a high school cheer team. And then the stunts the actual characters are doing are like junior high level stunts. So there's just a crazy stop. Like it doesn't make sense. And it's a great way to turn off my brain. So what you should take from this is don't go watch, bring it on. Just go watch something to turn off your brain, to enjoy life for like five moments. Cause it's way too heavy. Mm. There we go. There we go. And is that the way you like to care for yourself to turn off your brain every now and then? Uh, my favorite way to care for myself is actually to play some type of pattern game on my phone. Mm, so I have this new game where it starts with a number two and it can get up to, I've learned 2 million because I might hold the record for it right now and points and I'm still not done. I have a very strategic thinking brain and math calms me down. So just creating the patterns and finding those patterns and doing math makes me sound like a rocket scientist, but that is actually how I do a lot of self-care for myself or sing in my car mm. real loud. 
what types of songs do you usually sing? Um, 90s R&B takes the cake majority of the time. And then like 90s bubblegum pop, because I am of the era of Destiny's Child, Justin Timberlake, and sing Britney Spears. There we go. Rihanna. <laughs> awesome. Well, what is one action step that you can take right now to get that interview with Donald Trump? Donald Trump people, by by definition, don't really like me. It's fair. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have to go. I would have to build some type of relationship with someone at Fox News. Who would this person be? I mean, this person is going to be a producer, most likely within the media space and wants to be able to have him have his story shared and showing that he makes connections with folks who are people of color closer to election time in approximately three to two and a half years. And I do have the resources and friends within the media, just not Fox News, but I bet you somebody does. So I will find the correct person. I will see how many connections we have together on LinkedIn. And I will send out a message to all of those people to see if they can make it a warm introduction. There we go. Sending out messages to LinkedIn connections to get a relationship with somebody at Fox News who is a producer. Mm-hmm. That. You know, that is about the most specific the action step has ever gotten. <laughs> I also came up with most of this just on the fly today, and I don't know why it's so specific. So something's happening in the universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I'll see you in two years with Donald Trump. And we're going to, um, I'm going to piggyback off some of that fame you're going to get, and we're going to reference back to this podcast. <laughs> on Oprah. Like, we're going to play this podcast on Oprah. There we go. And then we're going to go go have dinner with Michelle and Barack after the fact. And we're going to be like, you ready for a game of pickup basketball? Let's do this. (laughs) I don't know. I think I would take you over Barack because Barack's getting old. I know. I was about to say, I might give him the work in basketball too much. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, this sounds like a great plan to me. I agree. And then my boyfriend's an attorney. This is actually kind of funny. I probably have closer degrees of separation to Michelle and um, President Obama than Donald Trump. But my boyfriend's also an attorney. He can talk to Michelle. I don't know what your girlfriend does, but she's just going to be in the mix regardless. And we're all just going to have a real good time. Meanwhile, Oprah will also be there because we know she's friends with Michelle. There we go. Boom. After party, (laughs) the Obamas. I love it. I love it. (laughs) There we go. I'm excited for it. Here we are. (laughs) Your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and what's not real. So as specific as we make this dream, the more likely our brains are consciously going to make it happen. Dude, it's straight facts. Like Mm -hmm. it just is. And it plays out in our everyday lives and it blows my mind every time it happens. But I'm like, there it is again. There it is again. More proof that your brain doesn't know the difference. So... Awesome. Well, I have a couple more questions for you. Go for it. Um, The first requires a bit of pretext. And so you know how there are people on the planet that really have a fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change. 
Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. Sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Other times they'll make that change to more of that growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? Something traumatic happens. And trauma, it doesn't mean that it's something horrible. It's just something traumatic to them happens that forces them to look at life differently. And that is different for every single person who goes through that change. But something has to shake them up to say, it's time to think differently. And the reason I say that is, and it doesn't have to be profound. It doesn't have to be cancer. It doesn't have to be something wild. Let's take racism, for example. Crazy, wild, wide chief pick this. I also picked Donald Trump today, so I'm on a roll. Yep. But it was a mental construct. It took over the world. It still has its little claws in the world today. We see it constantly. But if we had to compare today to 1792, mine and your life looks very different from what it would have looked like. I wouldn't have existed. Yeah. And so it has to take, it shook somebody enough to be like, this isn't right. And then it took another couple of people to be like, whoa, 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 this is still not right. And so it chipped away slowly, slowly, slowly. And so for some people, it might not have been huge, but it was enough to start to change the world. Then you look at people who have a fixed mindset. They're still in the camp of they're different than me. I'm better the end. Some people still die racist. Some people change. Look at my grandparents, for example. So it takes something that's going to shake them, like a grandchild. Mm. Can't hate a baby. Like you just can't. They're too cute. <laughs> I'm, an adult. I'm not so cute anymore. But it takes something that's going to shake them. And it's like some type of positive or negative trauma some kind of stimuli to get them to shift their thoughts, therefore to shift their beliefs, to shift their actions and shift behavior. Yeah. There we go. I love that. I love how you said it can be positive stuff too. I heard this quote, a lot of people change either from inspiration or desperation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very true, but there has to be something that stimulates that kind of inner motivation. Are you familiar with um, Just Mercy? I'm no. pretty sure the dude's who name who wrote it was Brian Stevenson. Maybe don't call me on that. Anyway, he, he wrote the book Just Mercy. And he says there are four things that are kind of required to change the world. And one of his things was change the narrative. And the other is get uncomfortable. That's two of the four. I can't remember the other two. Um, but anyway, I like what you said because there was that piece of like changing the narrative. And then I think that stimulus makes people uncomfortable and that's when like change happens. So I just really like that. 
I tell people frequently, you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable if you're going to be okay with, well, actually, yes, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. But here's the thing, everyone, you can be afraid to change all day long, your whole lifetime. It's going to happen to you no matter what, because absolutely, we started this around four. It's now 432, which means there was 32 minutes of change that took place. Yep. Whether you like it or not. Absolutely. That's a really great way to look at it, actually. It's just, it's happening. So you might as well get comfortable with it and embrace um, the best parts of it. Yeah. There we go. Our last question for you. I want to hear about the importance of clarity in your life and in building your marketing agency. Ooh, clarity. You remember that uh, statement about growth mindset? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Context for everything I'm about to say. I lost my not so high paying job a week before my 30th birthday mm-hmm. because of COVID. So when I said I'm not that old, I'm really not that old. I'm about 10 years older than you. And I had two, probably three options, but two, two big ones. Get on unemployment and find a new job or say, screw the system. I'm doing it myself. I chose option two. And it sucked because nobody wants to start a new decade feeling like a failure. Full stop. And I looked at a lot of my clarity comes from Grayson, my son. That's why my agency is called Gray Digital. So for anybody who's like, oh, diversity, inclusion, black and white and gray's in the middle. Cute, but no. Um, it literally is named after my son because he is my North star, my guiding light, the reason I have clarity in what I do. And when things get really, really confusing or just a lot, I take a step back and I say, what I literally make a quadrant and in the upper right-hand corner, it says low time, high result. The next quadrant is high time, high results. The bottom cold quadrant is high time, low results, and then low time, low results. I want to do all of those, but high time, low results, because why would I want to spend my wheels doing something? I don't want to have a ton in high time, high results, because that means nothing's happening quickly. And I want a balance of the other two. And so clarity for me is what moves the needle a lot faster. To many, it seemed like I became successful overnight. And that wasn't the case. It's just, I took the time to have clarity on what I wanted, figured out who I needed to meet and made it happen. So For me, I think clarity literally means that you are clear on what are the next actions you have to take to make it happen because dreams are beautiful. They're very powerful things, but dreams without action, they may happen, but they're guaranteed to happen if you just take the action and gain clarity on making it a reality. Yeah. That's all. Absolutely. There we go. I love that. Clarity moves the needle a lot faster. 
Well, Rayland, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign Yeah, on? what's your dream, friend? Absolutely. There we go. No, you've probably said this a thousand times, but what is it today? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got two goals, two dreams. Um, financial freedom for myself and my family. That's number one, most important for me. There's a lot of pain around that growing up. And so it's very, very important to me. And then it's um, alleviating poverty around the world for people. I really want to bring the uh, kind of minimum living situation up to middle-class America, just because I think we have, I know we have the resources to do it. I don't see why we shouldn't do it. And I feel like once you get there, um, you know, there's, there's the human problem, right? And it's like, whatever you want to call it, some call it sin, some call it this, some call it that, some call it this, some call it that. But it's like, there's a, just a, a longing that we all have. And, um, you know, that's something that you spend the rest of your life kind of wrestling with and grappling with. And that's what intimacy and loyalty is like built on going through those hard times together. Right. But I think there's some unnecessary suffering <laughs> that, that takes place. <laughs> And part of that unnecessary suffering is um, somebody not having clean water. So they're dehydrated. They spend their days dehydrated. So they can't think they can't function. I'm like, that person probably has so much to add. They definitely have so much to add, but it's like, it's being squandered because of our greed or our selfishness, or like even me not living up to my potential and not being in the best place to help somebody in that situation is like selfish in my eyes. And so those are my, those are my two dreams and goals. And I want that macro i'm like a big systems guy so i want to set up systems to like that can scale but micro i'm really big on the one-on-one -on -one, which is why i'm big on the podcast i can always do these interviews i really want to be able to help people one-on-one -on -one, um like really transform their life and so those are my those are my two dreams i love that um before i ask you my second question before i get off of here with you i really enjoy interviewing people so i always flip the script but one thing to consider for your second dream and goal is we've already proven that we can with COVID. We had money to give people to ensure they got to stay in their homes. We were capable. So what you want is not unattainable and it should be attainable soon because we already just did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now we've proven the concept. We need to make it reality for everyone else. I'll leave that for whoever's listening to this and can double down on that change. And then my next question is, how can I help you get there? Who do you need to know that I might know? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I, <laughs> this is coming back up and it's funny because this episode, by the time this episode is posted, it will um, have already been done, but there was a, uh, somebody else flipped the script on me uh, a couple <laughs> months back and then they were like, why don't you write a book about it? I was like, I actually did. And I am. And I'm working on it, putting my ideas in a book. They're like, well, you should interview people who are also really focused on it. And then it can be a conglomeration of like thoughts and best practices or whatever. I was like, that's a good idea. So if you know anybody who's like really focused on it, has spent a lot of time in it, because like, you know, I've thought a lot about it, but I haven't spent a lot of time in the space. Mm -hmm. Um. So that would be a fantastic introduction because I'm looking for people to be in that book with me. Okay. Um, I know a few people, so there's that. 
so we can definitely make introductions after this. I also know a small book publisher. So there you go. There we go. There we go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's funny because I almost put that, I almost put that project on the back burner, but now it's back on the front burner. (laughs) Hey, that's all, that's all it takes. I have, I have a couple of folks and it just takes asking. There we go. Well, awesome. Braylon, thank you so much again. Of course. Anytime. I got to do the ask. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Raylan had to say, you love her mission, make sure to both share her content, share what you think is valuable, reach out to her, see what connections you need to make with her. If you know somebody in Fox News and you can make that warm intro, make sure to do that. As we always ask, send this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.